Welcome, welcome, welcome to welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. It's your boy Jalen, and I have a little disclaimer. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm not here. This is I am in I'm on vacation right now. This is pre-recorded. Uh, that's why this this episode is gonna be a little different. Uh, right now I'm probably swimming knee deep in the shores of uh, Bermuda, so I'm not here. So I'm not. I can't give you any current events about the NBA Finals, about anything big that's happened uh, when I'm recording this. By the time you see me again, the NBA Finals could be over. By the time this drops, the NBA Finals could be over. So I don't know. I, I'm not here. But I didn't want to leave you guys without an episode. So what I did. I have two special guests to talk about a special topic. I got my man Mike Sykes. He is a contributor for. Axios, he is a writer, contributor, he does a lot for them. And I also have my man Marcus Matthews. He is a editor for The Undefeated, ESPN's Undefeated. And I wanted to talk to them about the DMV. Both of them are from the DMV and talk about the DMV's impact on sports. I asked both I asked them both, you know, what is the impact that the DMV has on not just basketball, not just football, but all sports in general. I also talked to Mike about how we've changed our perception of John Wall and if he can get our grace uh when I say our I mean the DMV get our graces back and with Marcus I asked him about since he is a Howard University graduate I asked him how do we get superstars like a Zion Williamson like a RJ Barrett how do we get them to HBCUs again I'm not here this week but I didn't want to leave y'all with a without a podcast so without further ado Here's the conversation. Like I said, Mike is Mike has been a longtime DC native, and one thing that I wanted to talk to him about because he would be one of the perfect people to talk about is the DMV's impact or DMV's imprint on sports. I look at the, you look at some of the top, you look at all sports pretty much, from basketball, football, hell, Babe Ruth was from the DMV, which I didn't know before I did this research for this episode. Wow, I, d- I didn't know that either. Actually. Yeah, That's I didn't crazy. Know. yeah, the Babe Ruth is from the DMV. And I, I just think, to be honest with you, there's there's no, I'm not going to say there's no sports, but sports is not what it is today without the DMV. Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, this is this is an athletic hotbed, honestly. A uh, ton of talent that, that's come from, from this area. From, like you said, and... Pretty much, pretty much all sports, uh, in particular with uh, with basketball, like the the talent runs super deep, super deep. And I think I think to to, to piggyback on what you're saying, because I completely agree. When we talk about basketball, I think it really starts with Baltimore, and not just Baltimore, but AAU. How mm-hmm. how AAU is a hotbed in Baltimore. A lot of Baltimore players come to dc or come to different parts of maryland for aau of course they travel around the world you look at people like steve francis ty lawson um quinn cook kevin durant damn i said kevin durant last up that list it's just it's it's crazy how i'm not going to say we don't get enough credit but it's not talked about enough how good the dmv is i didn't even talk about michael bees i didn't even talk about carmelo anthony it's even though Carmelo is sort of from New York, but we're, we're gonna we're gonna claim him from Baltimore. It was it's it's. Do you think that 
do you think that DMV gets enough respect, or is it just me tripping? No, I, I mean, I, I don't think it gets the respect that it, it deserves, I guess, but, but I kind of understand why. Um, because, like, basketball, especially basketball today, is such a global sport that it's hard to, like, pinpoint the exact areas where each and every player has, has comes from. And you have the um, the phenomenon of, of travel ball, right, which is like, you, I, I mean, it just going going back to, to Carmelo Anthony, uh, for example, like you say, like he really is is from New York, probably. But like we know him, we watched him hoop in Baltimore. Right. So like yeah. you've got all these these players that are <clears throat> that are transient people kind of going from area to area, playing from from uh, team to team, hopping from team to team. Um, it, it's, it's tough to like, to, to pinpoint exactly who's from where, but like, if, if you, if you really drill it down, like the list of, of incredible basketball players, um, from this area is, is a long one. Football too, honestly. Yeah. Vernon Davis, uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, Darius Hayward Bay. Hell, we got Michael Phelps. We got, um, Katie was, uh, uh, I forgot. I forgot her last name, but she's like one of the greatest. Katie, Katie Ledecky. Ledecky. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's just I, I I don't I feel like that should be as in them being from D like D or the DMV should be broadcast more. Seeing as though that would bring a lot more. I'm not gonna say excitement, but a lot more. I don't know. A lot more positivity to the area. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when we think of when we think of Baltimore. Hell, I, I I I'm I stay about an hour away from Baltimore. When I think about Baltimore, the first thing I think about is not sports. I think about all the the crazy stuff that happens in Baltimore. I don't think about some of the greats that come there. When I think about DC, the first thing I don't think about is sports. Of course, we think about go-go music and and food. When we think about Maryland, we don't think about you know basketball. I I do you think that if not not saying it's 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 I'm not saying they have to, but do you think that if it was projected more that they're from the DMV, that we would we would start getting a little bit more love for sports? Not saying that we don't get love, period, but we'll start getting a little bit love because when we think about sports, we think about the South, we think about all the football right, places, right, right. we think about the West Coast <laughs> and all the all the you know Dykemans and and you know those type of leagues. Do you think do you think that or New York? You think about rap and sports. So do you think that it should be, I guess, projected more where they're from? I I think that would be that would be a pretty good thing. Um, not not even just for like for the outside world or or just globally on a, a, a global spectrum, but like just for the area in general. Because like when you think about sports from this area, you think about misery and and failure and and all these these other different things that that carry a negative connotation but like when Kevin Durant wins uh an NBA title and comes back and celebrates that in in Seat Pleasant where he's from it's like that's a really dope thing that's a really cool thing that that you don't really see um and that that's something I think that a lot of people from this area appreciate like I, I know when I when I talk to all my old heads that are like that are former hoopers even even the ones that aren't that are just like <clears throat> OGs from like the the neighborhood or whatever like mm-hmm. there's a sense of pride um in in what Kevin Durant and, and even Quinn Cook 
um, have have been able yeah. to accomplish. And and the thing is, like those players, you know, they come back to this area and and give back to the community with with money, facilities, and and you know sometimes we'll even play in charity games. I know Quinn mm. Cook hosts a a, um, a camp up in in Bowie of a Bowie every yeah. year, you know, and and so it's like those are the kind of things that I think we should probably talk about more instead of like the, the failure to win uh, whatever championship. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, even though we just like the caps just won, just won the title last year, like people, people from this area kind of act like, you know, we, we've never seen any type of sports success, but I, I guess like it depends on what you measure success with personally or, or, or how you, you perceive, you know, what, the talent from this area and, and, and what, what they've accomplished. That's I, I, I definitely agree with that because when we think about, like when we talk about Kevin Durant and we talk about um, how great he is to me, he's, he's probably top 15, top 20 players of all time right now. We, we, I think we, as, as D, as people that live here, we expect something like we expect some recognition from him, but not really looking over the fact that he's one of the most charitable people from here. Yeah, I mean, hell, he just he just did a, a kids center over there across the street from Suitland High School. Yeah, um, if you you can't go at least five blocks in DC without seeing a court with Kevin Durant's logo on it, it's I think that because they're athletes. Hell, Sugar Ray Leonard's from here, and he's very charitable. So, mm-hmm. so was Grant Hill. Grant Hill went to suit, uh, stayed in Suitland. So, for people that don't know that listen to the podcast is not from Maryland. Suitland is not the most glorious neighborhood, but <laughs> we had we had we, we, out had, Suitland, man. we had Grant. So, all I'm saying is, I think that as people from DMV, we expect a lot from our DMV, we expect the recognition. And honestly, I feel that we only, we'll only get it if they succeed. You know what I mean? Like right. Quinn Cook, nobody was talking about him being from DMV un- except for DMV people until he was start. He started winning for Golden State. Nobody talks about that, that whole, well, Kevin Durant played for, uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant played for the Wizards. That's, that's long gone. <laughs> but we, we expect a shout out. You know what I mean? Do you do yeah. you think that the ex we put as as people from DMV? Do you think we put too big of an expectation on our athletes? Uh, maybe. I I think that's I think that's that's definitely a a thing. Like I don't know. I don't necessarily know how to like quantify that or 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 even just qualitatively explain it. But like I I think that. This area, um, in general, like especially when like you talk about the concept of the the DMV, like DC, Maryland, and Virginia, I think because because there's like a this this tri-state band of of unity, right? Like there's this like sense of pride that that comes with that. Like there's uh, you know the 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 lingo, you know, quote unquote, that people like to talk about. They're they're the traditions like go go and mumbo sauce and, and like so many things that make this area a unique area that they're like the citizens take pride in. 
And yeah. and when I when I say citizens, I mean like people who are actually from the area, not like the mm-hmm. transient folks who come here for uh for politics and and can yeah. pick up and go um you know whenever. But like the people who are embedded in this area, um, there's a sense of pride that that comes with uh being from here that I don't think you necessarily see anywhere else. And I think like the expectation for people is that. You know, if you're an athlete from this area, you have to share that same sense of pride. You have to share that same uh, mentality that that I have when when that necess- not isn't necessarily always the case. Because like sometimes, I mean, it, it's it's good to get away from home, right? Like, yeah, you don't always want to stay in in the same place all the time. Like, n- not everyone, at least. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like I, I mean, Kevin Durant, like he went to college in Texas, Texas right? Yeah, he Instead made it of, known. It's, he ain't trying to play here. Exactly, he wasn't trying to play in Maryland. Yeah. Right. He didn't want to. He didn't want to stay here. Um, when he had the chance to come and and play for the Wizards, he went to Golden State, which was mm-hmm. like a, a great move on his part. But like it was, it wasn't. You know, the, the Wizards just weren't an attractive destination to him for uh, a number of reasons. One of which includes not having to pay for tickets for people that he. Yeah, uh, most definitely. People he that he knows. That back in this area so well, like, I, would, I would have tried to find a way to call him like hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so right. so it's like um you know that that's a surprise isn't necessarily for everybody and everybody don't really love the area the same which is like which is fine you know but you're absolutely, you're absolutely right you know one thing one thing you did say was pride did you go to uh mochella yeah i was i was uh i was at the uh the memorial day uh mochella or not uh, Man, for people for people that's not from the DMV, from people that don't know what I'm <laughs> talking about, and Mochella probably was one of the biggest go go support. Man, con- I don't I don't I don't even want to call it a concert. I don't want to call it a block party. It was just an event, and that that event, I guess, symbolized. DMV. That event symbolized the culture, the the love that we have, the the I guess grit that we have. Because for people that don't know what started, I'm not about to go into a long detail, but there was a lot of shenanigans that started. The reason why pretty much everybody and their moms is out there listening to GoGo every other night. When 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 you I'm sorry, you gonna say something? No, I, I was just gonna say um, the it it started as like a, a um, you know the the um, the folks over by the uh, Metro PCS yeah um, that plays go go every day like they were complaining right mm-hmm. about uh, you know go go music and and they wanted they wanted it to uh, they wanted them to, the shop to turn the music off right and, and, and that like has ballooned into this. Yeah, and for people that don't know, yeah, that shop's been here since my mom was little. Facts. And yeah. the funny thing is, I've never seen someone go in and buy a phone. That that shop is only known for the go-go music. The guys. go-go music. Buying the CDs up out of there. Like, yeah. it's crazy. So that that just shows you the culture that we have. And if you really look at most of the athletes that we have from the DMV, they're different. Like, you look at Kevin Durant, you look at Quinn Cook, you look at Michael Phelps, you look at Sugar Ray Robinson, you look at, you know, Carmelo Anthony, Rudy Gay, Ty Lawson. They have a different 
I'm going to say, uh, uh, I guess lack of a better term, swag or confidence about themselves. They're not the most flashy people. And I don't, th- I don't think these, the DMV is the most flashy. But we're about business when it, when it comes to it. Hell, except for Ty Lawson. He was kind of wild. But, <laughs> but all I'm saying is we, we have a sense of, I think being in DMV, I played basketball my whole life. Um, of course, I'm not in anything, but I played basketball my whole life, and there's there's a level of confidence, like like going to the run and shoots every other every Saturday, right. yeah. and staying there until the sh- the jump closed, or going to the local parks, go uh, watching the Goodman League over at Barry Farms, <laughs> R.I.P. Barry Farms. Um, oh man, it's bad. Uh, watching, they telling me this might be the last season too. It, it probably is. I'm it, sick. Yeah, I said I think they're gonna try to move it somewhere, but I don't know where the hell you'll move it. Um, yeah. it's there's just a level of pride and a level of culture that we have that I don't think anybody else has. Like, and I'm not I'm not disrespecting New York or I'm not disrespecting Cali, but when you talk to an athlete and they say you're from the DMV, you can tell like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, they just carry themselves a different way. Yeah. Um, since we're talking about the DMV, again, I want to thank Mike for being on the show or the episode. What is it? The podcast? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> one, th- one thing I want to talk to Mike about is, cause I'm, I think I know why, but I might need some help. How in the world did the perception of John Wall change? <laughs> about three years ago, he was the prodigal son. Nobody could touch John Wall. Everybody in the DMV loved him. Um, he was one of the best point guards in the league, which he kind of still is, but he's injured. Uh, then you look up today, yo, they can't wait to get John Wall out of here, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's what, crazy. What happened? I, I I think it's a combination of things. Um, one, like, let me just say, let me just start by saying, like, fans are always going to be fans of the team before they're fans of a, a specific uh, player, I would say. So, like, I, I think some of it is, like, there are folks who like John Wall as a player and want to see him succeed, but now know that, like, his contract, the contract that he signed, is going to be a um, potential burden for the Wizards and might block them from, from getting better in the, the short term. Yeah. Um. So like they'll, you know, so they want they want them to go for for that reason, right? And and then like you've got some folks who are like, um, you know, like who who have complaints about the product that he's put on the court over the last two seasons, which is which is valid because like he hasn't been that same uh that same John Wall that that led the Wizards to uh to 49 wins uh, yeah. a couple years ago and to a game seven, um, one game away from the Eastern Conference Finals. But, like, part of that is because he's played injured for the, for the last two years, right? Like, you've yeah. got – he had the the knee injury um, two seasons ago. This this last season, he um, popped his Achilles, right? So, mm-hmm. so like, you know, those – those that that has to be um counted into it and then there's like the folks who you know really just never really liked him at all 
Um, yeah. Because because like I I I'll, I will give them this like John Wall is like a as a personality he is um, oh, very very hit hit or miss yeah yeah he, he's very hit or miss and and like he's always honest and yeah. um, to a fault sometimes yeah definitely to a fault so like when you when you get situations like where he's complaining about Reggie Jackson being paid as as much as he is which is a a, a valid complaint because he he's better than Reggie Jackson right but yeah. um but that's also crass some people consider that crass anyway mm-hmm. um to complain about somebody else's money or or when you got like the the scuffle between him and JJ Reddick where he calls JJ Reddick uh um the M word yeah uh, you know, it, it's like those kind of things rub people the wrong way. And so like the national perception of of a player can can change from from those kind of things. And then like when that player sucks, like that's when like people will will double down on on whatever um whatever they felt. But but like it it it's mostly the injuries though, which which is which is terrible to say because like John Wall at his peak is a is a a great player um yeah and you know was one of the best uh personalities i think in the league but uh here we are and you know what i think it is and i and I, i i agree with you but what i think it is is we understand that injuries happen we understand that you can't really control injuries but what I think is, as, as fans, we expect a lot from our athletes. We expect, especially an athlete that was the number one overall pick, was pretty much deemed the prodigal son of DC, doing the Dougie and everything. <laughs> I, and there was, he was good. There was no, there's nothing to complain about. But when you're injured, I think that as as fans, we 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 expect. <laughs> We we have sort of unfair expectations about athletes, especially during injury. We For expect sure. them to be in the in the gym twenty five eight. We expect them to do everything that they can to get back right, and and they could be doing that. But when we look at John Wall, it doesn't really seem like. And again, this this could be all perception, but it doesn't really seem like he's trying his hardest to get back to the, get back on the field. Hell, he's a he's a he's a, a Rose Bar MVP. <laughs> um, yeah, I wonder are, if they have like his jersey retired in Rose Bar. That's like yeah. the thing with uh, James Harden. James Harden at the Houston. strip club. Yeah, like he probably do because I, <laughs> I I know people that have seen him. Like, oh, it's John Wall. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, you know, John Wall again. So, or we see the whole summer is serious. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like a documentary thing he does every off season that he puts on ball his life that he puts on youtube about how hard he's train training and everything and then you come into training camp damn near fit 30 pounds overweight yeah no so he's like, definitely been out of shape so like was, was that was that just for a week like and then i think as a he gives off the perception sometimes which is sort of unfair but he also does give off the perception that he doesn't he doesn't try hard enough because mm-hmm. we know his talent on the court is is unparalleled. He's one of the when he's healthy, he's one of the fastest players. He's one of the best finishers. But we also look at John Wall. We say, okay, he came into the league what 2012. 2012, you couldn't shoot. 
2019. Can't shoot. Right. Kinda Jumper like hasn't same, gotten any better. Yeah, it's kind of like the same gripe, just to a different extent that we have with um, wasn't it Brand uh Ben Simmons? Like you've been in the league for that long, you still can't shoot, bro. The difference between John Wall and Ben Simmons though is John Wall will shoot goddamn ten threes <laughs> and miss all of yeah. them. Yeah. Ben Simmons won't even take a free throw. So I just think that the perception of John Wall is that he's such a talented athlete, but he doesn't devote the time that he needs to. Now, okay, this this is this this could be wrong, of course, because we don't see what he does outside. We just see when the cameras turn on or when something's posted. But we just seem like what it, you know what it seems like. It seems like he's 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 benefiting from the luxuries of being in D.C. As you know, D.C. is damn near a mini New York city that doesn't sleep. You can go right, yeah. anywhere at any time. There's always a club happening. There's always a pub for what the white people do. There's always <laughs> there's always something going on in D.C. And I think that a lot of D.C. residents and a lot of Wizards fans feel like he overindulged in some of those things instead of trying his hardest to get back into the court. Not to mention, when he is on the court, the wins aren't always there that we expect. So I don't oh, and it, it doesn't help with that fat ass contract that they gave him. Right, and yeah, yeah. That contract and, and it's the same thing I said about Russell Westbrook. That contract looks great until you mess up or until you get injured or until you can't make it out the first round of the playoffs three straight years. Like they don't say nothing about John Wall damn near has the same contract as Steph Curry. It just looks a lot differently from the, you know, what what they do. They're both equally important to their teams, but it looks a lot different. Not to mention, John Wall got injured on the court with with his toe and then re-injures himself, falling at his house. I don't know how many times I've heard an athlete fall at their house and get injured to a point where he ain't going to be back for a whole year and a half. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. The the situation is just a, a wild situation. Like you you don't see that. So do you, last thing I'm gonna say, uh, or last thing, question is, do you think that one? I don't think we can trade John Wall because of that contract. Not saying, and I, and honestly, to be honest with you, I don't know if we should trade John Wall. And I definitely, I put this on Twitter. I definitely don't think we should trade Bradley Bill. But do you think that? The perception of John Wall will change once he, or could change once he comes back. Uh, I, I guess it depends on on how he plays, right? Like I, I don't. There's no way, at least, no way that I can see right now that the Wizards would be able to move that contract, considering that he just tore his Achilles. Like it's, it's, it's already hard. I, I mean, just look at the Demarcus Cousins situation, right? Like. Yeah. Dude pops his Achilles, is, is set up to get a, a max contract last summer, but ends up signing for $5 million with the Warriors because there's no market for him, right? So, like, if there's no market to sign DeMarcus Cousins as a free agent, then there's definitely not going to be any market to to trade for John Wall. I'm, I'm, sorry, for, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but that to, to piggyback on that, Look at DeMarcus Cousins now before uh, compared to what he was before. Before he was 26 and a half points a game, 13 rebounds. He was he was questionably 
or arguably the best center in the league. Mm-hmm. You look at Demarcus Cousins now. We're celebrating him dropping eleven and ten. <laughs> yeah, he clearly yeah. he clearly does not have the same lift that he does. He clearly is not in sh- like not in shape like he used to be. Even though he ha- he used to always be big, and he he he's not the same Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, he's not you, the same player. Yeah, you look at John Wall. John Wall was more athletic than Demarcus Cousins. John Wall was a lot more was a lot faster than you know he of course he plays a different position but he he was a lot more limbo limber than demarcus cousins and the problem and what i see is that when you use your athleticism when that is your because that's john wall's biggest and kind of only trait that that separates him from a lot of other people but when you give a man a five-year Five hundred billion dollar contract, <laughs> and you're you're banking on him being athletic at age thirty three, thirty four. That's not the case, especially a player. Now, don't get me wrong. I was one person like, all right, well, you secure John Wall. When, once they gave him the thing, I was like, okay, you just secure John Wall. I like it. And then I sat back like, yeah, but John Wall does have injury history, and you're banking on him for being athletic. That, that's the same thing OKC did for uh, Russell Westbrook. They banking on him being the same amount of fiery, which he could be, the same amount of athleticism three years into his contract. And as you've seen, Russell Westbrook gets surgery like every year for his knees or every offseason. Yeah. So to bring it back around, I don't know – as as hard it is to say, that is John Wall's contract is one of the worst contracts because oh unquestionably yeah unquestionably. because you're 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 dealing with a guy that it's kind of like Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose was straight athleticism, and then the injury happened. And as we've seen with Derrick Rose, and I'm not putting this on John Wall, but Derrick Rose was never the same. Derrick Rose was never MVP Rose again. And that's the thing. Thing not only did John Wall was he tear his Achilles, but he has a foot injury. So two things that are definitely going to affect his athleticism is now hurt. Now the foot injury can come back, but as you know, and as we've always seen, you never really recover from an Achilles, especially an athletic player like that. So that's why it's tough. that's that's yeah, it's it's tough for me to see John Wall. Now, of course, he can defy the odds, come back, send, you know, give the Wizards 50 wins the first time they've done that in ever. So, but I will say there there are two instances that I can think of where a player has come back from the Achilles and been like productive one was dominique wilkins who, who like continued to have a, a great nba career and then another more recent one is uh rudy gay who has become a um a starter in uh for a playoff team in san antonio so like it, it's it's possible but it's not easy because like when you think about achilles tears is what you got cousins obviously most recently, Elton Brand is another one. Elton Brand was huge. Uh, what's his name? Um, Greg Oden. Yeah, it's not. It's not easy. It's not. And a lot of these guys are big men, so it's like yeah. I, Hell, the, Brandon Lloyd. The, the the precedent for for guards and and Achilles tears is like it's 
small. And again, I and the last thing I'll say is I I get I get Dominique. He was a freaking nature. I mean, there's no there's never going to be another Dominique. Right. But when we look at John Wall, do we really want do we really want to compare? Even though they're you know, even though he's a DMV native as well, but do we really <laughs> want to compare Rudy Gay to John Wall? Like that that to me is the last thing that Wizards no, want, Wizards I, fans want to. I do. don't think I don't think we should compare them. I I just think Rudy Gay is is an example of you know somebody coming back from from an Achilles Achilles injury and having a a positive impact on the team. I guess like because because there's so few far few and far between. But know? but one thing I will say though. And and I don't I, you could kind of attest to this if you play 2K you know that Rudy Gay used to be the greatest thing walking <laughs> yeah. on 2K he used right. to be he used to be better than LeBron yeah and, but and you look at Rudy Gay back then than what he does now the one thing that he is better than John Wall at is shooting the ball yeah and another thing that's different from him and John Wall is John Wall touches the ball a lot more than him because John Wall is the center of the offense Rudy Gay you play for pop. You're never going to be the center unless you're Kawhi Leonard, and you see how that worked out. Of course, you have DeMar DeRozan now, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it. It need. I, I need to wait to see. Yeah. I don't. I. I wouldn't trade him. I. I don't, you can't trade him really. So I'm pretty much stuck with him. And, and and I hate to say that, but that that's what it is. We're we're stuck with John Wall, and and I think he could get back, but it's just a lot of dedication that goes back to the original point it hasn't really at least it hasn't been documented that he has really the 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 dedication needed now yeah he's he's a great charitable person he he does a lot of stuff here he does a lot of stuff in charlotte where he's or raleigh or yeah where he's from but it's we just need to see it we need to see it oh and last thing last thing last thing last question in your opinion, who is the most influential player or influential athlete from the DMV? Just um, off the top of your head. That's tough. I would say I would probably go Katie right now. Are we talking you do you mean like on the court or just like I'm just saying just athlete, generally. I say in general. That is tough. Because I had to think, and, and me, I'm 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 leaning towards KD as well. Of course, we have Michael Phelps, but and I, and I hate to be racial, but a lot of black people ain't swimming. <laughs> uh, I would say Sugar Ray Robinson, and he might be the most accomplished, but I'm not about to get no ring and get hit by nobody. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, Vernon Davis, but he's not even top twenty tight ends of all time. So, I might have to go, and I would say, again, I had to look. I would say Babe Ruth, but, hell, I have an episode coming up. Nobody watches, no no black people watch bas- uh, baseball, unless you're black Hispanic. Um, So, I would have to say, to me, I would have to say right now, is, it's it's uh, Kevin Durant. I will say, uh, Adrian Dantley is a guy who has, like, done a lot of things for um for youth basketball yeah in this area that is true that's very true actually you're right you're right you're right i forgot about him well 
Damn, good job, Adrian. Uh, <laughs> well, I want to thank you for coming on, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. Pleasure chopping it up with you. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to even come on the <laughs> the podcast, man. Even come on a podcast of, like mine. It's it's pretty small, but it's growing. It's growing. I know shame. I'm 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 always here for uh, for the growth, bro. That's 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 all I'm about. So much appreciated, man. So. That is the Unpopular Podcast with your boy Jalen, guest with Mike's. Uh, you can catch Mike and his work on, and how do you say it? Uh, Axios? Axios, yeah, Axios. That's a weird name, man. Axios.com. Again, he is a writer and contributor there. Uh, you can catch Mike. He is always present on Twitter. Um, I'll, put, I'll put his uh, information link below. Again, I want to thank you again, man. And until next time, man. Appreciate you, dude. So we move, before we move on to uh, me and Marcus's conversation, uh, I want to do take this moment to uh, talk about something very serious, um, something that has been an issue of mine uh, for a while, and I, it needs to be addressed. Brush your teeth, people. Please, please brush your teeth. There's nothing worse than coming into work and having a conversation with a person that hasn't brushed their teeth. Maybe not that day. Maybe not even that week. Nothing worse. Please, people, brush your teeth. This is a paid advertisement from all the people that do brush your teeth. Please, God, brush your teeth. And without further ado, here's the conversation with me and Marcus. Okay, so I have a very special guest of the podcast today. I have Mr. Marcus Matthews. He is... A, you know, he does a lot. <laughs> He's from the DMV, of course. He graduated from Howard, graduated from DeMatha. Uh, right now, he works for ESPN, the Undefeated, as a content editor. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it, man. So, one thing that this episode is focused on is the DMV. I'm from the DMV, born and raised. I stay in Super okay. right now. Um, and one thing that I, I think is prevalent is, especially in sports, is that the DMV has a huge impact. And it's not just on basketball, but on all sports. Um, you, okay. have, you have basketball, of course, to me, is the biggest imprint with, of course, Duran. And, and if you want to count Baltimore, which a lot of people don't, but you want to count Baltimore, we have Carmelo Anthony and, and Ty Lawson and Rudy Gay and all them. The DMV, to me, you can't really speak on the geography of sports if you don't include the DMV. Do you agree with that? Uh, you mean uh, compared to other locations and kind of like the, 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 I guess, pocket of talent? Yeah. That, uh, so you, are you comparing that? I mean, yeah. I, I think we, we have state claim um, for an area that produces a lot of um, local talent, especially um, in football, we're using guys most recently like Chase Young from the Math Blue Star at um, Ohio State, uh, Ben Haskins, who is from the area, who went to start Ohio State. Um, so, I mean, I, I think.
So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed the conversation I had with both Mike Sykes and Marcus Matthews. Mike Sykes is, of course, uh, editor at Axios. Uh, Marcus is an editor at The Undefeated. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, I'm not here this week, but I didn't want to leave my fans without a, or my listeners. Let me not say fans. I'm not that big. Leave my listeners without an episode. Uh, again, I appreciate the love, appreciate the support. I will be here next week uh, in the flesh so we can talk about all the current events, everything that I missed. Of course, I'll have the unpopular topic of the week. Um, but again, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Until next time, much love. Show me to find your road and leave